Today's anecdotal experience is sponsored by Venmo. Do you have Venmo? You gotta get Venmo. It's 2018. You definitely have Venmo. Or you are just ducking me, and you're never going to get me that 3850 you owe me for gas. This is the Anecdotal Experience Podcast. I'm only going to do this intro one time. One time only. Hi. Uh, today it's Greg Wade again. This is the last of the three episodes I did with Greg. Um, one conversation split into three episodes because they're entirely different. And it works. So we talk, I think we talk about mainly, um, I don't know, what we've done in our past uh, creative fulfillment that we wanted man i hate saying this stuff basically we compare doing stand-up comedy improv i did stand-up comedy for a long time greg does stand-up comedy and i do improv now i don't really do stand-up comedy anymore why well you're gonna find out today you're gonna listen and you're gonna know what's the difference why do i prefer one over the other what is uh what has greg's experience been doing stand-up comedy this will be this will be fun it's always fun. Greg's my friend. I like talking to my friends. I don't like talking to anyone else. Let's do this podcast with the last one with my buddy, Greg Wayne. I mean, uh, oh, tell me about improv. I guess, I guess we're done with sexual experiences and shit, but I'm just curious uh, what your experience with improv is like how do you contrast it to stand-up oh this is fun dude we're gonna have podcasts i might all right i'm gonna put a marker here so we can like so i know where we're at uh yeah it's here's what i've noticed okay because i did improv before i did stand-up all right um i did it while i was out here the first time i was out here and i liked it i liked it but i always thought like oh stand-up is more difficult so i thought i wanted to challenge myself and i always thought that i was doing improv because i was afraid to do Mm stand-up um but then i was like you know what i'm gonna do improv i'm gonna take classes again and i've realized that oh i like doing improv i like working with an ensemble i don't like writing jokes i hate writing jokes i don't think it's fun um but I, I enjoy improv because I like working in an ensemble. I like going to class. I like hanging out. It's more of like a fun hangout vibe. Um, than It's more of a social experience than stand-up because stand-up's just so... That, that's the main contrast I've seen is like stand-up people are so different from improv people because stand-up people are so isolated. You know, yeah. you go to an open mic and it's like, you know, I'm I'm the guy, I introduce myself at open mics, you know, I'll be like, I'll see, you know, I, that's who I am because I yeah. want to go and I want to hang out. I want to make a friend or something. Um, so it, really what it's been is just like, I like doing improv because even if I go to like a jam or something or do a show and there's not many people in the crowd, I'm still going to have fun. Like, I could do improv to no one, and I'm just goofing off with another person. I could, I'm still going to have, I'm still going to have a good time, you know? You mean on stage? On stage, yeah. I'm still going to like, oh, cool, we had this weird, wacky experience, like, this person's going to make me laugh, versus comedy, 
it's just like I don't really like being on stage by myself and like saying these it just wasn't for me you know I think mm. but I think at the same time if I was like given the opportunity to stand up every night to you know at least 10 people I think I would have a very different relationship with ex- with stand-up because honestly like yeah. stand-up like really like be doing stand-up as often as I was doing it for those two years like um it was part of what like made me depressed you know like huh. it's a it was like a sad thing for me like a lot of those experiences going on stage with like four people that were looking at their phone and talking to a microphone was like it was kind of depressing dude it was like one of those things you look at and you're like oh but I bet he's having fun but then I really thought about it and I was like oh, you know, I wasn't having fun. And that was just kind of pure sad, you know? Yeah. Not to say there wasn't good times and I didn't make friends, but um, a lot of, I'd go to open mics a lot of times when I didn't want to go just because I felt obligated, you know? Sure. So. Yeah, I mean, I would... I develop, like, a routine, you know? You just you just go. You don't even think about exactly. it. You just, like, that's what you do. Um do you ever uh, so with stand up for the past couple months? I mean, I haven't really been doing it the past couple months, but prior to that, the past those couple months, uh, I was um, I was not writing at all. I was just going on stage and talking. I would do a lot of like crowd work okay, and stuff. Have, did yeah. you ever? Did you ever do stuff like that? Do you ever have those kind of exercises? You know, I have before. I've done that. And um, I think I've thought about this. If I were to go back to it, I would definitely do. I would have to do more of that. Yeah. I, do, I wouldn't enjoy sitting in my apartment for two hours a week and then going out with five new minutes. Like, I'm, I'm done with that. That is not what Joey yeah. Bertoff likes to do. I would definitely try more. Like, I'm just going to talk, see how it goes, try different things, because I can't do this anymore. For sure. So I would try. How, how was your experience? Uh, I loved it for a while. It made it, because I was getting kind of uh, drained in, in some of the ways you're talking about. And I also just felt so artificial, like reading from a script yes. that I wrote or whatever. And I don't know, like, how I connected with it I didn't feel authentic and and when I first started just not writing or or like just having an idea or two like having some uh punchline like road marks and and finding your way through it uh that was really exciting and and when you when it does when you're just talking and like think of something on the spot like that's such a magic moment I said that earlier and I still feel that way like when you get a whole room of people to laugh at something you just thought of like i don't know that just feels i feel really connected in that moment or whatever um but eventually it got boring (laughs) because it was yeah i don't know i i think you need a mix of it yeah i I was it was lazy is what it came down to like i uh i stopped being interested in it because i wasn't really working at it and uh i'm regrouping right now i'm trying to find that balance i guess yeah, that's yeah. I don't know. I I agree. It's it's that. Sorry, my I don't know. I think it's my phone. But um, yeah. I don't know, man. That's that's something I do think about. Um, because I was like, I just kind of want to be lazy and riff on stage. But again, it's like kind of disrespectful to people because if it's not funny, you seem ill prepared. But mm-hmm. a lot of times, it's like, man, 
you're doing an open mic to four people, you can't like, you gotta be, it like you and your jokes, your dumb jokes you wrote at home isn't in, it's not doesn't lend itself very well to that. So you kind of have to just riff and be like. I'm not, because doing your prepared material is almost like you pretending there's a f- crowded room versus sure. like if it's four people, just like talk to those four people. If you're yeah, talking, it's just, it's, that's what you have to do. So I guess for, and also like, uh, I, like you said, like reading from a script, like the, the improv program I'm in, it's about to go into sketch writing and I don't want to do sketch. Like yeah. I think that's dumb. I think it's boring. For me, I the or I like I like improv because it's scary and it's just like let's just like see what happens versus like me trying to nail a sketch that's pre-written and also you can't pivot you can't pivot if it's not working right because yeah other, yeah I don't know definitely uh, and I, I was gonna say like I I started doing that because. It, it felt necessary. Like I would, I started just doing it at the beginning. Like when I first got up there, I would talk to the audience because you had to, otherwise no one's going to fucking listen. Like, unless you, unless I talked to them and made them talk back, then they wouldn't pay attention to what I had to say. And I ended up just doing that longer and longer until that's all that I was doing. Uh, but yeah, the improv seems really interesting to me. If I had the money, I would, I would try it out. And I've heard people say that stand-up is harder, but improv seems way harder to me to get right, at least. Like, I feel like having having ev- all of those people on the same wavelength seems way more difficult to me than, than getting some jokes to work. Yeah, and that's uh, that's funny you bring that up because the more people you add in to improv, the more difficult it becomes. Yeah, the more Seems people. Yeah, the more people in a scene, um, the more difficult it is to really come up with something. And then you know, if you're taking classes, they definitely address that, and you kind of learn how to do it. But it's definitely people recognize that that it's it can get pretty you know chaotic if people aren't on the same page or. Yeah, and like I, I've seen some improv. Uh, I, I go to UCB every now and again or the pit and shit. Um, and like, I've never seen like really great improv. I've heard, I, I saw that, uh, that Mike Birbiglia movie. Yeah, that was <laughs> um, great. Yeah, I liked it. I, yeah, I liked it. But they, they, I was really interested by it. The way they talked about improv was really interesting to me. Um, and, but that's that's like the best improv I've seen. It was in that movie. The improv I've seen live hasn't been especially good, but it's been fine. Yeah. But the point the point I'm getting at is I've seen I've seen the worst stand up by going to open mics every night or whatever, and I've seen decent to bad improv, and it seems to me like bad improv is much worse than bad stand up. Does that make sense? Yeah. Is that something you feel? Um, here's what I'll say is improv audiences are way more supportive. That's true. And there's almost like, I think there's way more of a, um, artistic appreciation in improv that can let you slide by with stuff that's not particularly funny. Um, rather than stand up, you're really expecting to be busting your gut. Um, 
And then also mm-hmm. to that point, I think people are a little more inclined to laugh because they know it's uh, improvised, you know? I don't even mean that. Like, I, the, the improv that I thought was worse than the worst stand-up didn't bomb as hard. Like, people were laughing more, but it was it was worse. I don't know. Like when, when the, it's one thing to see one person fail to like get their point across, but to see a whole group of people unable to sync up and everyone's bombing. I don't know. It was just like way worse to me. Ooh. It felt, it, it hurt me more. Yeah. No, you described that. And I just, honestly, I haven't seen that for a while. So, okay. um, yeah, I know what you mean, though. I can see, wow, I can see that being very discouraging if you're on stage with a bunch of people and there's just, like, minutes of... Because it's just, like, it's being silly. And without the laughter of improv, it's, like, people almost looking psychotic, right? Like, <laughs> of course, so is stand-up, but at least you're, like, addressing the crowd. You can, like, you can address... Like, how often does everyone that's not doing well just, like, address the fact that they're not doing well and someone will, like, sigh or chuckle yeah. or get some sort yeah, of reaction yeah. versus improv. It's just like, what the, f- what's going, is this like a, you can almost like, yeah, yeah I don't and know. you have to stay in character, right? While you're bombing, there's no, like, I mean, it's not no pivot. You can pivot, but like you can't pivot and you can't break the fourth wall or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can, if it's really not, you can kind of, and people do, but it's yeah, definitely I've seen it actually now that I said that, but I don't know. But it's definitely not as organic, right? Because in stand up, yeah. it's like you're addressing a crowd versus improv. You're you know you you're actually acting, right? So yeah, in stand up, you're a person, and in improv, you're a character. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Ultimately, I'm you know, I didn't. I realized I because I went well last year when I went on vacation. It was, so I'm about like in. Yeah, I would say I haven't done stand up since like November 2017. And uh, it was, I don't know, like it's, it's, I don't see myself ever doing it again, to be honest. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't see myself ever dragging my, myself out to another. Well, maybe. Do you ever watch? Uh, do you ever watch it? I do. I watch it now and I'm way more, I like it a lot more. I can like kind of appreciate mm. it more now, I think. Also, like, I feel like if I were to do stand up again, I think I'd be better because I'm, I'm, I've been out of it for so long. I've kind of been able to, like, honestly look at, just like look back on myself as a stand up comic and see like what I actually was and what I was doing, um, and kind of have perspective on who I who I was, you know? Yeah, yeah, sure. And I, I, I mean, they're uh, they overlap a lot. Uh, I imagine a lot of the skills you get from improv would translate well into stand-up. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, uh, yeah, so now it's kind of in, I'm in a stage of, uh, you know, I'm I'm learning. And I'm, I feel like I'm kind of just taking notes at, like, what I'm good at, what I need to work on. Um, versus, I don't know, I guess I just really wasn't very self-aware when I was doing stand-up, you know? Hmm. So. Oh, man. I don't put that I'm working on self awareness. What's you, that? I don't. I don't know. I don't like putting that. Like now, honestly, like within the last couple of years, I've kind of like given up on any sort of 
aspirations I had in entertainment. Now I'm just asking myself, what do I like spending my time doing? You know? Yeah. Me too, man. I, I I'm, uh, I, I don't think I would enjoy being famous, you know, like that, that for sure is not a goal. Uh, but I'm looking for inner peace. Yeah. That's, uh, that's the goal of like, I used to think of stand up as the end or I, I, just as like of art as the end in and sure. of itself. And now I think of it as uh, a means to something. I don't even know what exactly, but it means to like some sort of higher truth. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds so gay. Right. I know it sounds, it's, I know what you mean. It does sound like very gay, but at the same time it's like yeah it feels like this higher purpose but then now i'm now i guess for me i'm like oh it was i don't think that was higher purpose for me i think it was more just like narcissism and yeah it could be that too feeling like i was you know people need to hear what i have to say and i need to prove that i'm special you know so now i'm Mm -hmm. now i'm like really coming to terms with like I'm not a special boy, you know, so what, what do I want to spend my time doing and sitting around an open mic watching other shit, like shitty comedians do five minutes of jokes that they've subconsciously ripped from someone else is not how I'd like to spend my Tuesday night. Mm. Cause I only, I'm like, I'm going to die soon. What do I want to be doing? You know? <laughs> Maybe it's just sticking around, just like hanging out in my apartment, you know, doing nothing. Like, I like doing that way more than I like sitting around an open mic, so. Huh. I like sitting around open mics, man. I can, I, I can, yeah. I mean, like, bombing sucks a lot. Sucks a big dick, and waiting in the room often sucks, but like, uh, hanging out with people and, and talking to people that you see every day, yes. like that, that's a lot of fun. And you, and especially people that are in the shit with you. Like my favorite job I've ever had was being, a, I was a, an expo at a restaurant. It was like basically a bus boy. And uh, it was the best job I've ever had. Cause we were all in the shit together. We were all joking around. Everyone understood and you just everyone works hard toward the same goal and i mean that's not not all of those are parallels to stand up but it does feel good to be in the shit with a bunch of people that you enjoy being around okay let me rephrase because uh-huh. i agree here's what uh, you know what would be ideal for me um this is what i realized yes i agree in cincinnati ohio we had a pretty good group okay Mm -hmm. I and I love the mic, the open mic that I really liked going to was Alex Schubert. Been on the podcast. Alex Schubert did a mic at a sushi place that there was pretty much always an audience. Okay, so Mm -hmm. you could hang out, drink beer, and eat sushi, and like hang out with your bros, your buddies, your 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 comics. It felt like we were real comics. So I could hang out with you guys for two or three hours. Just chilling, 
eating sushi, drinking beer, and then when it was my turn to go on, I'd go on. That was fun. But when you're going to these open mics where you actually have to watch your friends do comedy and like sit through it for two hours watching them do jokes that you've already heard, mm-hmm. that, and it's like it's just it's a uh, it's just long, dude. You know, so yeah, sure. If I could have hung out for like an hour and a half, had a beer, had a couple rolls of sushi at a place, got on and got to like hang out with my friends, that would have been awesome. But a lot of times it's just a lot of you sitting around waiting. Yeah. And I guess the the way you, you rationalize it is that you're, that's paying your dues, that eventually you do get to the point where you hang around, you don't have to watch them do the same jokes over and over you get to eat sushi. Yes. Uh, yeah. But that's several years down the road and it's not at all guaranteed. So just, uh, it's back to the, is it worth it question? Is it worth the, maybe this will happen? Yeah, that's what it is. And for me, I was like, Oh, this doesn't, for me, I was like, uh, it's not worth the risk. What else do I like doing? So now I'm, you know, it forced me, I don't know. You know, I had a moment when I was at this open mic in Santa Monica at the Unurban Cafe. Anyone in L.A. that does comedy who's listening knows it. Um, But I was like one of the last ones to go. It was a bucket list, right? So I was one of the last ones. And this girl's on stage. And like by this time, everyone's left. If you've gone up, everyone's gone, right? So Mm -hmm. it's like nobody cares about anyone else's set. So it's this weird like narcissistic um group of people that are just there to get up but nobody really wants to listen to each other they're just waiting for their turn so uh, it's me and it's like i'm like 24th on the list i'm the last to go all right um and i i think there's a girl that goes before me and she does like a song all right it's real bad Mm -hmm. it's really bad it's awful Uh it's like it's just like so I'm sitting there and she's like doing this song and she's doing a this, comedy song. Yes. And she's doing okay. these like dolphin noises. And I'm, I'm sitting there with like three or four other people knowing like I'm up after her. And I was like, and I'd been there for probably two hours and it just occurred to me. I'm like, okay, um, what I'm doing now isn't working. Not only for me and like artistically and what I'm trying to do, but also like in my life, like, I don't want to be in this situation anymore. What do I need to do to change it? You know? Sure. So, and then, then, of course, like, I got up and I just did, you know, tried my best at crowd work with the three or four people. Um, And it was, you know, it was like, yeah, okay, this is, I'm not the type to get real emotionally involved and be like, oh, man, this is depressing. I'm sad. It was just like, oh, this isn't, this is, I can look at this for what it is and it's not, it's not good. So, and that's when I, that was, I think that was probably the last open mic I did. Cause it was just so, um, it wasn't even sad. It was just like eye opening. Like, I don't want to do this. Yeah. So. Well, if you know, man, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So I think to continue down the path was just, there was no, there was no way I was, you know what I mean? It was just me being like, oh, there's no way I drive to another open mic. You know? I am curious, uh, how much in effect your Brent Bowser podcast had on this. I wonder if that planted the seed. And Which one? Uh, the first one? I Yeah, I don't know. I didn't know there was more than one. The one where he explained why he quit comedy. Um, 
No. No? No, I've always been... No. No, it didn't. It was definitely something I thought of before. and uh, Yeah, well, I remember you saying that you don't like stand-up. Like, when I first met you, you said, I don't like stand-up. This isn't what I want to end up doing. It's it's It was kind of like a step. You, you said you wanted to do podcasts and you wanted to... I don't know, make videos and stuff. You you wanted stand up to lead somewhere else that in and of itself it's not something you enjoy. Oh. Wow. When was that? I mean, like when I first met you, two years ago, whatever. Yeah, well, I should have listened to myself then. Jeez. <laughs> um Yeah, I probably did say that, but it was probably half of me just like trying to be interesting, but uh, a lot of truth to it. But no, Brett didn't no, he didn't affect my opinion, but definitely what he said resonated with me. Um, but it, it does bring like it was a, it is something where I think people do have these very uh, high expectations of what stand up's gonna be for them, and um, I don't know. I never had that. I was just like, or or I did, but now it's it's kind of gone. But no, I never really, I ne- I never had my dreams crushed if that makes any sense sure i never you know i I mean i dream a little big but i was always very practical with what i what i dreamed about you know it'd be like crushing at hangover easy open mic you know (laughs) so why what about you what are your aspirations like what how do you feel at this point uh i don't know man i think you're funny man i really like i saw that bit you did i saw you do you posted a bit of you at Go Bananas um, after you'd come back from New York, and I watched your set, and I was like, man, it was good, and honestly, it was like, I liked it, because I was like, I don't know where the hell he's going with this. Like, it was so unpredictable. It kept me watching, because I was like, oh, he's not doing, like, Mr. X and, like, puns and stuff. He's just... Like, what is it? You did something about a ghost? Like, you're pretending you were a ghost? Yeah, I was a ghost. Yeah, it was just like, dude, what is he doing? And this is, <laughs> he just like, you were like having fun. I just, I really enjoyed watching it, man. Oh, thanks, man. Uh, yeah, I mean, I want to keep doing stand-up. I really, I really love it. And uh, I just want to... I don't know. I want to. I want to do it right. I want to. Like I said, I don't want to be famous. I, being famous would make me horribly uncomfortable. That's like readily apparent to me. But I want to uh, express something in stand up that I don't feel like you can express otherwise. That's that's like my aspiration is to to get Richard Pryor level of expression without uh getting famous yeah that's interesting that way you phrase that because i would i you know what not to like be like that's me too but that's me too like hashtag me too i like that situation like that's how i feel about making that, that i've taken that with videos is i want to make something i want to express myself in a way that no one's done before um, sure. 
And I think you, when that's, that's interesting you say that because I'm thinking about the ghost bit that you did. And it was just this like, man, I'm watching it and I'm like, I'm laughing, but I don't know why. Like you're, you know, and that's like the best when you're just like, man, I don't know why this is funny, but like you're hitting it. You're hitting the, the right notes, you know, that are mm. making me laugh. And it, it wasn't, you know, cause it's easy to do, uh, you know, people say you're gay and I'm like, shut up, dad. Like simple, you know, it's like the easiest, yeah. the first joke everyone does. But what you're, it just seemed like, man, I don't know how you just made that weird ghost thing funny, but you really did. Well, thanks, dude. I really appreciate that. Yeah, I mean it. Um, yeah, well, we should, uh, we should do a, go, when I go to L.A., let's do a thing. Yeah, definitely, let's do man. like a, a stand-up duo improv video. Yeah, yeah, definitely. If you want to do that, I want to do that, so. I don't want to do that. You do. You're going to do it. All right, I'll do it. Okay, uh, you got to go to bed. Yeah, I should go to bed, man. All right. Do you have anything to say? Anything to plug? Any final thought or anything you're doing? Um, no. Beautiful. All right, man. It's been nice talking to you. Yeah, it's been real. I'm actually going to split this up into three episodes to TBH. Cool. We'll see how it goes. Sounds good, man. All right, dude. Have fun in Japan. Yeah, I will. Let me know how programming goes. I will. All right. I might ask for more uh, free advice. Sure. Happy to help. Cool, man. Appreciate it. All right. Later. Bye.